you don't need to be like, we need to get to 25 because that's a big goal. If we focus on just the next point and that, that point only, we'll keep progressing forward. So like it can be two and a half hours of 20 mile marching. Or it can be 30 years. Am I completing the actions that are necessary at the appropriate intensity to one day become that player that I want to be? Not if I'm there or not. But am I following the process that will get me there eventually? Most everything is ultimately out of your control. But when you 20 mile march, you have a tangible point of focus that keeps you and your team moving forward despite confusion, uncertainty, and even chaos. Hello and welcome to the Pit the Pro podcast. Jesse, Matias, and Aaron Elson. This podcast is meant to guide young athletes on their journey to high performance. Join us as we share our firsthand experiences in an effort to help you reach your own volleyball goals. All right, bang boys, we're live. All right. <laughs> Episode one. Bang. We did it. Well, um, should we talk a little bit about the name of the podcast to start us off here? Yeah, I guess so. T.S., you want to have a go? Sure, sure, sure. So this is the Pit to Pro podcast. The reason being, all of our careers started in the pit. The basement of our house, um, we called it the pit. It was kind of designed to be able to withstand any kind of playing that we did then there there was like wire on the windows the lights were protected so we played a lot of volleyball in the basement that's where we kind of learned the game and played a lot with each other and now two of the three of us are playing pro third one on the way so this is basically our story this is the pit to pro mom and dad always uh loved how much we played and always encouraged us to play but it had to be anywhere or it couldn't be anywhere except in the pit we yeah, were throwing sure. balls in the kitchen we'd get the uh go downstairs yeah yeah you guys would never let me play well you were a rally wrecker <laughs> yeah at the time of yeah, yeah, yeah let's, not, let's not kid ourselves sure. i'm still a that's rally sure. wrecker right? yeah, that's funny okay well the first episode um we thought we'd we'd share a, a concept or an idea called the 20 mile march and this idea is something we worked a lot with at trinity western it was something that the whole team was aware of and it was kind of a a way to build the path so to speak to the national championship so but before we get into that we kind of want to mess around with this segment we're going to call this segment what did you learn this week uh so ts what did you learn this week what i learned this week is the more you mess around the more you find out and this was born out of uh, myself and Brett Walsh just playing this two-touch game before practice. And for me, I'm a really internal spiker, which means it's way easier for me to hit down the line than cross court um, on the left side. And are, so I was are like, any, "Are any of us out of shoulder spikers? No, we all like the line. Yeah, Let me hit a yeah, line exactly. ball. It's genetic. Day. It's genetic. The only ball I ever hit cross was that ooze esophagus when he turned blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but anyways." I was like, really, really need to get this motion down. Because, yeah, same thing. I I can barely even hit the ball in that direction. So we're just playing this game where we're just trying to get mega side spin externally. So thumb down. And then you just have one touch. And then you have to go back. And we're just like playing kind of short court like this. And then all of a sudden, I just have the best practice of my life spiking cross court. They're just like bouncing three meter balls. So now, like... For the past week, Brett and I do that before every practice. Even just messing around, like a lot of the guys I know that have the best ball control are the ones that just do random touches and just mess around with 
manipulating the ball in in random ways. So yeah, it's my lesson of the week. For sure, man. It's nice, a good man. lesson. Uh, Oog, what did you learn? Ooh, um, my thing is you only need to be good and not great. So over the course of a volleyball match, there's going to be like ups and downs. But if you can just be good and steady, like I found this for me this week was my passing. I passed terrible Monday to Wednesday. But the the reason I thought I passed bad was because I was dwelling on like all the bad passes that I thought were pulled the three meters or whatever. But really, you only need to be good in that sense because your setter is going to run balls to the middle, even at three meters. And if you have a tough server, it puts more pressure on them if you're just basically pulling balls off and just running an out-of-system offense. Like, you don't need to be great 100% of the time. It just needs to be good or good enough, basically. I like that. I like that. Dude, that's, a, that's a big thing in Pro 2. Like, it's yeah. hard to pass these servers well every time or any of the time, half the time. It's yeah, like, also, the uh, the best passers maybe pass perfect balls the same as any other passer, but they just don't pass as many bad balls. Yeah. It makes them so good, you know? When, like, are, like we, All their balls are like medium or good, and they don't like, have we just, any like exclamative for it. We just came off the weekend of UBC, and like all their spin servers are in at whatever, 80%. They're all hitting over like 105. So it's like you got pressured to side out so you don't actually need to put the ball on the money. Literally just anywhere up so we can get a second hand, set of hands on it is like good enough because we knew we'd beat them in eyeball. So yeah, absolutely. that was kind of our, our goal for the week. All right, Jess, what did you learn this week? Uh, I haven't learned this yet, but I'm in the process of learning. And it's this idea I've been messing around with and I've been journaling about a little bit. Okay, hear me out. When you see a bench or a picnic table on a hike, what emotion does it bring or like thought like relief yeah, yeah. relief and, and like peace, rest. You know, yeah exactly taking like, in the view yeah exactly you're on a hike you see a picnic you're like wow i can hang out i can sit down i can take a breath drink some water talk with my friends and that symbol of a bench is a good thing but in sport or in volleyball the bench is like prison and you just can't get out and you're just like so embarrassed to be there half the time i'm, I'm and i've been working on reframing my time on the bench as a place of rest as a as instead of a place of like not punishment but like you're not you're gonna sit there while other people play you know and i've been playing pretty inconsistently lately so i've been spending a decent amount of time on the bench and i'm, I'm hey, really trying to reframe like it's a place to recuperate and rest and get your mind right and figure out what you are going to do better and like let's say maybe maybe your time on the bench is four minutes or four points, or maybe it's four games, or maybe it's four years. Like maybe you don't see the court until your fifth year or your U18 year, whatever. But like, I've, yeah, I've been really trying to figure out how to how to use that symbol of rest in a volleyball sense. Yeah, I actually really like that. And like, it can be physical rest too. For sure. That, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like the weekends that I don't play, in my head, I'm like, really really mad but i gotta figure out like it's like oh like i don't really have to cool down after this game i can stretch my quads and go have dinner with mom you know it's actually really nice because your body gets a break too and then you come back monday and like well adam always says games are played friday and saturday but they're one monday through thursday mm -hmm. so it's like if you don't play friday and saturday like you're just prepped to go and 
be the best you can be Monday through Thursday, which is arguably more important than the five hours of volleyball you play on the weekend. Like, for sure. And that might, that might be, uh, that might be the secret sauce to getting you off the bench too. Just being rested enough to go hard and train the next week. Yeah. I, uh, that Monday to Thursday thing is actually, I think really good, uh, segue into our 20 mile March idea. All right. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. You want to tee this one up, Jess? You want to tell the story? I'm going to tell the story. First, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but when Ben told us the story, the whole team died, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of versions out there. I think okay. every I'm, I think I'm every year that Ben Joe told it, there was a different version. But it was all kind of the same. The names were never the same either. But <laughs> the concept is sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the story goes... In the 1900s, there was two expedition groups, one led by Roald Amundsen and the other one led by Robert Falcon Scott. And both were trying to reach the South Pole. They ended up reaching it five weeks apart. But Amundsen's group, they would go 20 miles every day. Whether it was raining or sunny, they would go 20 miles. If there was someone sick, they would still go 20 miles. If they were all feeling great, they would still go 20 miles. They wouldn't push beyond the 20-mile limit. Well, on the other hand, the Scott group, they would, if it was sunny, they'd go 60, 70, 80 miles if they could. They'd push it. If it was raining or snowing, they'd hunker down, wait 24, 36 hours, maybe two days, maybe a week if it was really bad, and then continue on their journey when it was nice out. Um, the Amundsen group, the one that went 20 miles at a time, <clears throat> the entire group survived. They made it to the North Pole or the South Pole and back. And in Scott's group, they lost five men, including Scott. That's the story. Can, can you kind of like segue into how that leads into volleyball or how that can lead into your life? I got it. I got it. So we use this story as a mantra a lot of the times um, at Trinity. Benjo started using that story as a way to kind of measure if we were getting the work in that we need to get in. So every day, similar to the, the actual 20-mile march, depending on how you're feeling, um, if you got lots of school going on, you're sick, you're not feeling it that day, it doesn't matter. You just have to get your 20 miles in. On days where you're feeling good, there's no reason to push past that limit. Um, and on days when you're not feeling so good, you have to at least get to the 20-mile mark. And that became like the standard that we judged each day on. So after practice, we'd ask ourselves if we got our 20 miles in. And that basically, for me, that means did I do enough work with the right intention to get better today? It's kind of how I thought about that. What about you guys? It's nice. The cool part about this is I think that it's it's a team thing. Like, yeah, it can it can be about individual performance. But it keeps everyone on track because everyone knows the markers, everyone knows the importance, and like it keeps the team moving forward, quote unquote, twenty miles at a time. Because we all know what it looks like, we all know what it feels like, we all know what it sounds like in the gym when we got our twenty miles. You know, there's a sense of like, yeah, there's a, of a, a sense of accomplishment after each practice when you're like, yeah, we got our twenty miles, and you can feel yeah. it when you did it. There's just like a sense of like, there was we left stuff on the table. Yeah. Well, and last week. We had a, a Monday session, so it was like reps for 75% of the practice, and we played French 3. And Adam pulled us in uh, right before the French 3 section. It was like, boys, like that was really good work. Like We got we got 15 miles in. 
let's go get the, the last five. And then we had a, just a terrible section of French three, <laughs> like awful. And Adam was like, okay, boys, I don't even think we got our 20 miles. Like, like he blew the practice down. Like practice was done. He was like, I don't think we got our 20 miles. Like, what do you guys think? So they dev had his shoes off. Tice was already stretching. And Adam was like, all right, let's play one more game. And it was the best game at French three we've had all season. Yeah. Cool. Like when everyone's kind of striving for that goal of like, okay, we just got to, like, we got to get there. Even though it was like a slugger Monday, we had traveled the Sunday, you know? So yeah, that's kind of neat. I think the point of, of judging each day by the same metric is for consistency because it's hard to know how good a practice was compared to another one if you did the things you needed to do. But if you kind of have this feeling of you know what your 20 miles are, then each day you can judge it by the same metric and you're for sure going forward at that point. Yeah, 100%. Well, this idea of the 20-mile march was actually written by a guy named Jim Collins, but he's a business guru, I guess. Like he's a big business mogul in the States. And I took this quote I found, but I just changed all the businessy terms to volleyball terms. I, th I think it actually makes a lot of sense. If... If you'll allow me, I'd like to read it. I love that. Having a clear 20-mile march focuses the mind because everyone on the team knows the markers and their importance. They can stay on track. Playoff matchups are out of your control. Injuries are out of your control. The coach's decisions are out of your control. Practice time is out of your control. Referee decisions are out of your control. Most everything is ultimately out of your control. But when you 20-mile march, you have a tangible point of focus that keeps you and your team moving forward despite confusion, uncertainty, and even chaos. And I really like that last part, like the chaos part. Like like you said, Tias, you're right. It could be a Monday after a travel day. It could be like a Wednesday in some random gym because your gym's rented out. And like just sticking to like getting your 20 miles in is, yeah, yeah super, super. I wrote, uh, I, I wrote here when we were reflecting on this was that your actions can't be a reflection of how you feel when you're yeah, following yeah, yeah. the 20 mile march kind of theory because the goal never changes which is why some days it's going to be really hard and some days it's going to be fairly easy but how you're feeling that day that can have no impact on you getting those 20 miles in and i think the 20 miles can be different each day, but the way I kind of think about it is like what, what it makes you go forward, you know? Yeah. And so if you're having a really long day and maybe you're sick and you just had four classes and you got practice in an hour, taking a nap could be getting a mile in for that day, you know, even though it's right. completely passive, you're doing nothing. It's like stuff that makes you move forward and makes you better. That's, that's what, that's how I kind of frame it for myself. Yeah, I like that. We when you like when you get down to the bottom of it, it doesn't actually matter what is going on with volleyball, but it's more of the environment. You, I remember you talked about being a thermostat at some point, TS. You're like thermostat sets the temperature in the room and like a, a thermometer just reads the temperature, so it fluctuates a lot, but a thermostat is always constant. I think this twenty mile march is like you're that that's the constant bar. That is always need to be hit. Yeah, that's cool. Is there a is there an area of your life 
or like something that's happened where you look back now and you're like, man, I wish I used the 20 mile march idea. Like for me, it was my back surgery rehab. I'm looking back, I'm like, I would have been nice to do that because I did not. Like if I had good days and I was happy and like my back was not hurt, I'd do my exercise and I'd go swimming and I'd hang with friends. And if I was having a bad day or a bad week, I would sit in bed and watch prison break. <laughs> you know, like I did not do the 20 and I wish I did, man. Like I, I think I could have cut down my recovery time by a good chunk. And obviously there's more that goes into that, like mental health stuff. And we can, we'll talk about that on future episodes, but I, I actually think having the consistency in the 20 miles, how probably helps with your mental clarity. But anyways, my question to you guys is, is, is there an area where you wish you had used it? Yeah. For me, it's maybe not a specific time in my life, but when I was probably going through university and even now a little bit, it's hard to get away from this, but I always judge myself based on where I am compared to where I want to be. So like I have this ideal future player that's just like unreal and I believe I can get to that level, but then I'm always I feel like I'm falling short because I always compare myself to that, that future player. So Sometimes if I have a good day at practice, I'd be like, man, for sure I'm getting there or maybe I'm already am there, you know? And then if I have a bad practice, I'm like, man, I don't know if I'll ever get to that level. And that's judging judging my progress 100% on the output, um, which is really hard to control. Like you are saying, Jess, almost everything is out of your control, including, I would say, your performance. Because if your performance was in your control, you would perform at your best every single day, you know? There's things you can do to help that. But having this frame, I think, would allow me to ask the question more, am I completing the actions that are necessary at the appropriate intensity to one day become that player that I want to be? Not if I'm there or not, but am I following the process that will get me there eventually, no matter how I play that day, I practice or anything? If that makes sense, Dude, yes. I am so glad we are doing this podcast because I called Derek Thiessen three days ago. Shout out Derek Thiessen with the same thing. I'm like, dude, I have these goals and my goal is I want to play in France and I have one bad action or one bad practice. And it's like the goal is not even attainable anymore. Like yeah. I can't do it. Like, and your mind mm -hmm. just like starts to spiral. But I love the idea. Of, I love the idea of using a 20 mile march for that. Like that makes so much sense. And I don't know why I didn't yeah. put that put that together. I think that's super cool. Um, I think I'm kind of similar, like the same idea to us, but more like on, on life a little bit. Like I get really deep in spirals thinking about like, I don't know, oh, I need to buy a house. Like when am I going to get married? It, it all comes down to you. And even schoolwork, man, sometimes it's like, okay, I have a midterm Wednesday. I have a project due on Monday. I just get so bogged down in the moment. And I, I don't really realize that if I do the 20 miles that I need to do today, that is eventually going to lead to what I want it to lead to. Versus if I have like oodles of homework and I do all of it today and then I have like nothing Monday through Wednesday and I just use ChatGPT for all of it or maybe cut that part out. But um, it's just... I, if I do the standard every day, 
and it doesn't have to be more or less, eventually there's going to be an output that is something that I want, you know? But if I get too focused on what that output is, like, I don't know. Right now I'm looking at land to buy, to be honest. Um, for, your, but, for your barn dominium? For my barn dominium. But I don't have any money, you know? So it's like, okay, what can I do today that actually gives me, or like, I need to start making some sort of income per week, you know? And then I, you bring it down from full scale. It's like, the full goal is kind of scary. But if you break it off into these 20 mile chunks, it's actually quite attainable. So like, if I take all my like stress in my head and just be like, yeah, do, 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 do. it's actually quite nice. I yeah, like that. I think, like, the, the idea of the 20 mile March has a lot of names. Like that's this probably the same reason why they tell you not to cram before tests. You yeah, know, like, exactly. It's, it, it, it's not a, it's not this crazy idea that you're like, whoa, but I think yeah. the ideal of the idea of walking the 20 miles and whether it's good or bad, you get your 20 miles. And, and I think the idea of when you're feeling good, you don't push beyond that. I think that was something that I always struggled with. I'm like, oh, coach, one more. Like, don't blow those three whistles. Like, let's play one more round or one more set yeah. or whatever, you know? Like, I think that's cool. Um, T.S., when you were talking, I do you remember Ben's quote about, I think I'm going to mess it up, but it's those who, no, the best players are always those who improve the longest. Is that the yeah, quote? I remember that. I think that's pretty close. Am I saying that right? I think I think, I think that's accurate. Something something along those lines. The best players are those that improve the longest, and I think that is the twenty mile march. Like we used it from September or end of August to March. Like we were marching to March, and that was our thing. But like you said to us, like a twenty mile march can be something way way bigger, and you can have mini marches every year. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. A <laughs> no, thing. dude. I like that. I like that because, dude. Even there's a there's a concept that's the difference between uh, finite and infinite games and so finite yeah. game is like a basically a volleyball match where everyone knows the rules everyone knows who's playing and everyone knows the objective and you can win right but there's mm -hmm. infinite games also which would be like business marriage life and like it's or i guess health it's maybe a better example and those are games where you can't win and there's no agreed upon rules and you don't know who the other players are. So you can't win at marriage because you're not playing against anyone. You're not, you can't win I at hope, health. I hope, I hope you're not, I hope playing, you're not playing against anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no agreed upon rules. So that's why you can't win, right? right? And then health is same thing. You can't win health. You're just trying to be healthy. And so the idea of the infinite game is that you win by continuing to play. And so even though volleyball is so let me explain that you win by continuing to play so the goal in marriage is to stay married the goal in health is to stay healthy the goal in business is to stay in business so even though volleyball games are finite games i think your career is an infinite game because you can't win your career that's why nobody can uh nobody can decide on who the goat is of basketball for example because you can't win a career it's just to stay in the game and to be be getting better essentially so i think like you're saying the 20 mile march can be so big that it can have like a 15 year 20 year time horizon of something that is essentially unattainable which is like when you can't win your career so if you can approach each day which is the process of getting better 
that's that's how you create something special i think in your career yeah i I agree and it can be small too like within a volleyball game and like this might be a good segment into like the the story behind us holding up the one or whatever because that is essentially the 20 mile march like i can't remember when it was but they were going through playoffs and their their idea was like just one more like all you need is one more point you don't need you don't need to be like okay we need to get to 25 because that's like a big goal um so they're like if we focus on just the next point and that that point only then we'll keep progressing forward at least so like it can be two and a half hours of of 20 mile marching it can be 30 years you know interesting yeah I actually didn't know the reason why we hold up the ones at the end of games. Really? I think no. everyone in the stands, everyone in the stands started just seeing them yeah. holding up the one. Yeah, the way, and then the way the, it went, at, was like, they were like, one more, just one more, just one yeah. more, just oh, one more. Like, yeah. a, like the point then, match mentality. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And then some legend from the crowd just, yeah, just held like, up the go. one. Let's go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fellas, that's, um, that's some good stuff. I, yeah, you gave me some things to think about that I hadn't really thought about. I really like uh, kind of hearing everyone's perspective too because it's so interesting when you have one like tiny frame to work with and then the ideas can just go like anywhere within that frame. So it's pretty cool to hear that. Hopefully you fellas and ladies listening at home derive some value from hearing about the 20 mile march, hearing some of our applications to it. And in future episodes, we're going to end off each time with a little Q&A. So I think right now the, the best way to get a hold of us is through Instagram. Send us your questions and next time we'll try to get to a few of those. Yeah, and feel free to either target one of us say, hey, this is a question for T, this is a question for Aaron uh, or, or a group question if you want all of our uh, opinions. Absolutely, or no topic is off limits. Too. Oh, <laughs> if you guys just want to make a statement too, just like, oh, you guys sure. are fun. Yeah, like, yeah, no, actually... That's good too. If you guys have any feedback on the show, let us know. We really want to be tailoring this to you guys. We're hoping to deliver as much value as we can to you guys on your volleyball journeys. So whatever we can do to make the experience better for you guys, let us know. T.S., do you want to just hit us with uh, uh, what we can expect to talk about next episode? I believe next episode is the science of learning and improvement. Is that correct? That's also a good segue into the from the 20 mile march. But yeah, I think that is correct. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Signing off.